NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! Have you got a horror rep? Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of outlaws. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving. Hello again, it's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have chosen to join us. We are just having a ball. Well, no, we're not having a ball because Ashley, Aaron, and I are practicing our social distancing. Steve Post here flying solo in the studio, and while we social distance, we're kind of taking a look back at some of the great interviews we've had over the past. And this show, the theme that kind of sticks to my mind is favorite people I like to hang out with in the pits. Two of the great characters in the sport are Jason Sides and Wayne Johnson. And we're going to hear from both of those gentlemen over the course of this program. So you're going to want to make sure you keep it tuned right in here. It is going to be fun, fun stuff with two of our favorite hardcore in-your-face racers. Uh, One of them's a rookie this year, and we'll talk about that as well. So speaking of hardcore, speaking of fun, we have had a ball during this down period following along with Rico Abreu. Yeah, we know Rico, and Rico is having a ball with his social media channel. One of my favorite things, one of the really neat things that I saw from Rico this week was him with his Crown Vic getting some hot laps in. Yeah, Rico in a Crown Vic. Getting some hot laps in. Take a look at it as our Dry Dean Diesel All Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Dry Dean Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on track moves. I'm tired of this. It's way past hot laps.
That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Welcome back. It's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Having a great time uh, reliving some of the great interviews that we've had over the last bit of time here as we kind of all practice our social distancing. We're glad you joined us and appreciate you taking some time and uh, watching along and listening along to us here on Wing Nation. Last year, when the World of Outlaws rolled through Charlotte, as we tend to do, we invited some of our buds over into the studio, and Jason Sides is one of my favorite guys to talk to after the race, and, well, one of my favorite guys to talk to in studio, so here it is. My visit last year with Double Down, Jason Sides. Joining us in studio in the Hercules Tires guest seat, my buddy Jason Sides. How are you, man? Pretty good. How about yourself? I am well. I feel really strange talking to you without a beer in my hand, though. I mean, it's just, uh, that's kind of our, our time after the races, but, I, but I'm glad you joined us here. Yeah, it is. Uh, usually you stop by after the races and uh, we'll have a beer and, yeah. and talk and see what goes on for the day. But, uh, yeah, it's always nice to... Come over and see you guys. Yeah, it is. It is. It is well. That's for sure. Jason, I want to do something a little different, and we we don't always do this, and and because I think a lot of us sprint car fans kind of know the stories, but I just want to go back. Where did the racing bug bite you? Uh, where, where did you start racing? Who got you into it? Where? How did it all begin for you? Oh, I mean, it starts way back, like uh, in the early '80s. I think we started out with bicycles. Yeah. Got tired of pedaling. Got a dirt bike. Yeah. Started racing that for a while, and then uh, Paul, he got him a sprint car. Uh, our uncle got us into it, and uh, he got a sprint car, and I drove it one time, and that was about it. Yeah, I had to have one. Yeah. I, I want to go back to this motocross thing, though. Uh, I was reading you won, like, multiple state championships and some national events in New Jersey and stuff. You you had to, you had a pretty good run on the, on the motocross stuff. Yeah, it was just getting to that point. Um, we were getting there, and... Uh, it was kind of at the the peak when the older you get, uh, it, you were kind of running out of time. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of got into the point where I drove the Sprint car and just thought, man, you could do this a lot longer and be safer. So yeah. I just kind of transitioned that one year right into that. That, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. When you, what was, you, do you remember the first time you slid down the first race, the Sprint car? What was, what What do you recall about those, uh, what, what you learned quickly about those things? <laughs> I don't know. It just, I remember the first night there at uh, Memphis and it was, you know, you, you get get in the car and you're hoping everything's right. And uh, I think we probably ended up six, eight tenths. I'm not even sure where we ended up that first night, but uh, we finished the whole night and it was, you know, good. Yeah, you mentioned Memphis. Um, were you aware of the sprint car culture in Memphis? You know, with 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 Sammy, with 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 the hoods, with you know, were you aware of that as a kid, or was that something that was kind of new to you once you got into sprint car racing? No, I mean, I, we actually went to Riverside you would go a there. lot, me and my dad, and watch um, all the way up until the time that we actually had the racetrack. Yeah. Uh, so we had the racetrack for a couple four years and. And uh, knew a lot of the racers, uh, like speak of Ricky and, and Hooker and all those guys, uh, know their, their daughters and stuff. So, I mean, we kind of grew up with all of them. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's a big community there and uh, a, lot of, a lot of different racers. I didn't realize you guys so you guys ran the racetrack for a few years. I didn't realize that. So yeah. I'm learning all kinds of good stuff yeah. here. Yeah, so it would have been 91. We had a motocross track in Mississippi. And then uh, Rick Thompson, my dad's partner, he came in and actually talked to my dad. He, he announced the motocross track there some and then said, this racetrack over here is you can come in and 
uh, rent it and run it. So those two got it. Uh, 91, and our first show of the year was an outlaw show. And it was, it was kind of, uh, it was our pre-planned. So yeah. When we took over the racetrack, um, that was first show. And I remember it raining and just all kind of hail was going on. But we had it from 91 <laughs> through 94. And uh, Paul and I started racing sprint cars in 93. Yeah. So we would actually water the racetrack, grade, you know, grade water all that all week long. Race day comes along, you water, yeah, do all your stuff, stuff, and and then you know you take that hat off and put your fire suit on and race that night. So God, God. busy times, but good times. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, a lot of times when we go somewhere, I look at what they're doing and it's kind of eh, it could be better. You know, it could be better. <laughs> I, that's where I see a lot of laziness in some of the yeah track promoters or preppers or whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, they yeah. just don't want to do the work. That's fair, and you've seen you, you've seen We've the work. Done it. How did how? Okay, so and, and, and your brother, worldwide, Paul sides. Uh, Jason is one of the true characters of the sprint car world. Paul is the truest of characters in the sprint car world. How did it end up that you ended up the driver and he ended up working on the cars and in, 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 in that aspect? How did you get to that spot? Uh, it just it went. Um, like I said, he raced, and then I went on the road uh, after leaving home. Uh, to race, and he still ran, ran in Memphis and okay. local races and stuff. So, uh, just got to the point it was hard for him to get help, and you know he didn't want to push it, and do it by himself. So he just kind of got out of it. And then when I needed help, he'd come out and give us hands. Yeah, when you look at those early times on the road, and uh, in, in, in now you're a veteran, you've been traveling up and down the road. What would you? 2001, you were in the Gum Out series, so you've been you've been on the road now for 20 years along the way. What was the? What, what were those? What were the? It wasn't the sides bar and grill like it is now, was it? <laughs> Not really, but it was close. We had open trailers, and I can remember going on Speed Week for ASCS stuff, and you know we'd leave, and where are we going to go? I don't really know. You don't know. I don't either. Um, just follow one another, and these two trucks and two open trailers with three or four guys in it, and you made fun wherever you landed. That is, that is <laughs> and, and really... I guess it's not much different than what it is now, other than you you have a lot of places across the tour where you know people now. In right. fact, is there is there a place you go on the tour where you where you don't have a, a landing spot? I mean, I, I think about it. You're you, as you travel around, you have you have friends everywhere. Yeah, no, there's no nowhere that we go that you don't know somebody or somebody knows you. Yeah, yeah, and you just bounce around, and that's where you. So, what would you say, like? Um, and a lot of times you're staying at these people's houses and places. Is that how that works? Did you guys travel, or are you staying in your own in your own in your own well at, we, at their place? Right. Well, we we actually go to different places uh, that you've been long enough that you know where you can get the truck and trailer into yeah. hotels, uh, where the car washes are, things like that. So you kind of learn all that and know where you can and cannot stay. Uh, in in the perfect world, you you know, in the perfect world, you stay in luxury hotels, or you fly like Donnie does, or you you know, or however it goes. You have developed though, and, and where I'm going with this, you've developed some partnerships, uh, weathering contractor service, dancer logistics, a lot of those guys for your small team. How important are those truck and trailer and and gas card type sponsors? How important are they for a guy like you as you travel? I'd say uh, really important. I mean. Without those kind of guys, you you don't go up and down the road. Uh, you know they help you out with, you know whether it be monetary sponsorship or uh, paperwork, um, mm-hmm. you have to, uh, things like that, uh, insurance. You know different ones. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of behind the scenes that people don't really understand. Oh, they just come out and race and got a name on the car. But 
there's people that do a lot more things for you than than what they know. As the as the truck driver and the team owner, I'm sure you respect and appreciate that. There's yes. a, there's a lot of those detail works that that, that have got to be a pain in the neck actually oh, to deal is. with. Yeah, I mean, some of the paperwork I tried doing, you know, the FTA and keep up with the numbers and sure. all that. Um, that's really not me. I can do a lot of stuff, but I can't do all that, and so I kind of pass that on to some of the other guys. You've you've done this now for a lot of years as an independent team owner, the Gypsy Lifestyle, Sides Bar and Grill. Was there was there ever opportunities to get rides, or were you ever considered that? What, what where have you been at as far as getting rides, or 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 have you always been content with? What'd you do? Uh, pretty much been content with what we've done. Uh, we had an opportunity one time to go run for someone else, and uh, you know it was kind of a bittersweet deal that I wanted to do, um, mm-hmm. and I, I tried to make it uh, best as I could to give somebody else a, a, a ride, and then I would take this ride, and um, it just didn't work out, and uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's, it's working working fine. Now, speaking of giving rides and getting rides, you have partnered over the last couple of years with another one of our favorites, Tim Kading. Uh, yeah, there's uh, whenever you mention Tim Kading's name, everyone laughs because there's a a, a, a party, uh, a moment, or a great race. And uh, this has been amazing to watch him wheel your car because uh, man, that, that 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 guy can 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 put it up front. Right. Uh, you know, we've been friends for. God, I'm 18 years now. Yeah. Um, and the opportunity to come up to where uh, he was only running a limited schedule out there in California with the 42 car. And uh, I asked him, I said, you know, while we're in California, hey, look, I'm getting older. I suck at some of these tracks anymore. So, yeah. you know, you want to run my car at uh, Tulare and Chico Stockton? He said, yeah, we can do that. So it just kind of worked into something to where uh, we got West. He runs one of the cars. I run one. Um, and then when we come back this way, he's going to do this year, Kings Royal, Knoxville, uh, and then everything back from Knoxville back towards California. So um, we have fun. Yeah. There's no pressure for him. I mean, I know what it takes to run. He knows what it takes. Um, it's just, you know, there it is. Here's the cars, motors, you know, um, everything's there for you. Do the best you can. What's it like to watch someone else wheel your car. I mean, the first time. What's what's that like watching someone wheel a seven S car or, or whatever number you put on? What's it? What's that like? It was different because uh, the first one was I think in Tulare or, or somewhere out there, and I watched it. I thought, man, this is kind of different, weird. You know, watching and you know, oh, get away from that guy. That's too close. You know, <laughs> don't tear it up on the first night. So yeah, uh, it was a little different. But uh, I watch him now, and uh, you know, I think he understands. He knows uh, what kind of equipment we have. What kind of uh, yeah. you know bank bankroll or whatever, but uh, he he does a really good job not tearing anything up and uh, makes the best out of it. Last year, one of the highlights of the Nationals, and of course Brad winning the race, he obviously stole all the highlights, but Tim running that car up at the front of the field, up to the front of the field and running that, as a team owner on the biggest stage, how much pride did you have and what you guys have and what was what was that like for you? Well, just even the, the qualifying night, he got up through there and I think run third or fourth on the qualifying night and then um, we're watching the A main Saturday night. Um, started off pretty decent, but then kind of fell back. And uh, we're like, man, what did we do wrong? And it got to 14th and then um, turned it. And it just started coming back through there a little bit. Then they had to break. It was like, man, this is really going to screw everything up. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we changed gears. Oh, and wow. We were the one only team that changed gears on the red flag, the red, the coast. Okay, yeah. And when we got going back up through there, uh, it was just enough for him to be able to stick the bottom a little bit better, 
and get squirt past the guys coming off. Yeah. And I mean, it was car after car after car each lap. Yeah. I was like, man, here he comes. You know, it's good. You know, I was happy for him. He's yeah. The top five of the Nationals. You know. Yeah, because because they're, they're, Tim's had those stages in life where we're not sure we're ever going to see him again. Right. I mean, it's just it's the the, the it's the sprint car lifestyle, sure. and then Tim lives it on the edge a little bit out there. So uh, really, really, uh, that was that was so much fun to see. It really was to see that uh, out there. One of the other uh, people that we've talked to you over the years about is your daughter. Uh, and and to, to bring everyone up to speed, uh, Jason's daughter, Skylar, he had a stint about three or four years ago where they spent the summertime, pretty much the two of them. She was crew chief. She was determining what was what was happening along the way. How, uh, what is she? She's 15 now, right? 15. Okay. Does she get to many races now, or is she more of a teenage girl now with uh, with, with her life? Well, she, she's a teenage girl, but uh, she's at home. She's uh she does a lot more cooking and and cleaning. Not so much cleaning, but different things, uh, making things. I mean, she's yeah. she's pretty good at what she does, and uh, I, I, she'll break make cakes or cookies or whatever. And I bring them out to the people on the on the road. And, I mean, everybody loves them. And the crazy thing, she don't taste none of it herself. Really, she does not taste it. She makes it and you know does this and does that, but she won't taste it. She doesn't like the sweets, but uh, wow, it's uh, amazing that she can cook like that. That is, I don't understand not liking the sweets. I, I, I <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, yeah. We, we we're we're experts. We're experts on the subject. We uh, we have the, uh, the the shape to show that. That um, as and, and I think I talked to you about this. We we might have talked afterward. I said, dude, this is going to be the time of your life. This this summer that you spent. Now looking back at it a few uh, yeah. years later, it's it, it, it was been. it was great because I mean, like you said, we went there for about a month or two. And uh, she was doing the stagger. She was doing the changing the gears. I mean, different things. And and uh, she loved it. And you know, we look back now. It's like, man, let's do that again. She goes, I'd like to. Uh, you know, I'm just not sure if I can get away right now. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, I understand it. Always fun to hang out, and catch up with Jason Sides. Also, always fun to catch up with Wayne Johnson. So we will do that and share that interview with you next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, Ride on Our Strength. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, kind of like all the rest of us, just kind of on hiatus right now. When they get rolling, I can't wait to see what happens with this tour, because it's kind of like a wide-open field, and it's still a wide-open field after their Arizona and California races. Sam Haferteep Jr., the multi-time champion, has moved on, and so we're going to see who will step up and 
get the crown. Hopefully we'll be back racing when they get back to Pennsylvania and onto the West Coast and through the Midwest. Also, the uh, 360 Nationals is an ASCS National Tour race and on throughout the balance of the season. We love what's going on with the ASCS, the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, and all the ASCS Regional Tours, six regional tours, three non-wing tours. You can find out more information at www.ascs.com. One of the guys that for years was a mainstay on that tour has made the move this year into the world of outlaws. As a matter of fact, this new kid, now he's a veteran. This this veteran is a rookie on the World of Outlaw Tour. Earlier this season, Justin Fiedler filled in for Aaron Evernham on our Wing Nation program, and we caught up with World of Outlaw rookie contender, Wayne Johnson. Fresh young face into the world of outlaws, the rookie. The 2C race, Wayne Johnson joins us. Hello, Wayne. How are you? Fresh young face. Oh, man, I've never heard that one before, but uh, thanks for saying it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you what, it is exciting. Wayne, You, I, I say fresh young face, and I'm, and I'm busting. I know, 48 years old, I get that. But you've got to feel like a kid with this opportunity. You know, I definitely do. Uh, it's, it was kind of a shock to me that Todd and Kelly came to me and they wanted to do this, but... Uh, and to give me the opportunity, you know, uh, I don't really feel like a rookie. I really don't. Uh, you know, I've done this a really long time. Uh, looking forward to the task, uh, but uh, I'm excited, man. We're on the road now. We're headed to Volusia. Be there tonight. We're going to actually do a little bit of test tonight and just kind of shake down, make sure we don't have any problems. But uh, I'm I'm super excited. See, this is this is uh, something that I've wanted to do my whole life just never had the opportunity to funding or whatever you know i ran most of the racetracks that we're going to get to go to so uh i don't know if uh that helps or anything but uh man i'm excited as you guys get ready to get to volusia tonight and 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 get ready for the weekend what are you guys trying to get done at that test tonight and and kind of what are your expectations for the weekend well you know I'm, i'm a racer so uh i would say our expectations would be we want to win for sure but Really and truly, uh, just tonight, we want to go do some tests and make sure the cars, uh, you know, these cars have been, you know, built all winter long and just sitting around. And so we just want to make sure we got no no issues uh, going into race nights. But really, more than anything, we just want to see how, you know, what kind of speed we got tonight. And uh, uh, if, if we don't have the speed we think we need, we really need to get to working on this thing to try to figure out what to do to make it faster. But uh, we've learned a lot at the end of the year. Uh, our I know our... Uh, our finishes don't really uh, show how much we gained on learning these tires. And that's the biggest thing uh, is these tires are so much different than what we were used to. And the cars drive so much different because of these tires. So just trying to really find a really nice balance and, and try to get up to speed. We had Sam Hayfordeep Jr. on our MAV TV show uh, presented by Sage Fruit on Saturday, and he was talking the same thing tires that you've been running with the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour versus the the, the tires are, are, are such a big challenge. Wayne, I want to talk a little bit more about Volusia because it's such a unique racetrack in that it's so high speed. You just said you want to see how much speed you have in the race car. How much, though, of an indication? Let, let's see you go there and you have great speed. Well, that's going to be great, especially this weekend when they get rolling. But it but it's such a unique racetrack, the the sea level, the the speed and everything like that. Is is Volusia one that you, you kinda have to take though with a little bit of a grain of salt as you uh, get ready to roll into the west rest of the season? Yeah, for sure. You know, we've uh we've prepped 
prepped, uh, you know, not just for Volusia. We've prepped for all year long. Sure. But, uh, you know, Volusia's, I, I mean, I believe it's the fastest racetrack that's on the schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really honk around this place. And and uh, not racing 410s, you know, that much in the last uh, few years or whatever. You know, I'm going to get Volusia. We're going to be going faster than probably I've went anywhere in a while. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've. It's, how I always say it, if people ask me, it's dirt and round, so <laughs> just got to figure out what you need, what works best for you, and, and uh, you know, as far as the, the speed, you know, I, I grew up racing half miles, Knoxville, Oklahoma City, you know, I, and I really prefer the half miles, so, and I've won Evolution, so, in the 410, so we're, you know, but the notes that I've got from Volusia from years past it doesn't work anymore with these tires that was back in the Goodyear days and that kind of thing so mm. uh but going to Volusia is definitely I, I i mean you guys probably know better than me yeah i believe it is the fastest half mile in the i mean ever i think what is all the man's got a track record of like 12 and a half seconds yeah. or something like that yeah it's, I mean, yeah it's it's super fast so going back to speed we've got to have the speed to qualify get qualified because here you do not want to be you don't want to start behind because it's so hard to pass here because of the speed. So, and the arrow, you get behind cars, and these cars drive really bad in bad air. So that's the biggest issue that we're going to test, and we're going to run the All-Star Show tomorrow night just to kind of see where we shake out and what we need to work on. We know you've talked a lot about your your fitness regimen, kind of getting ready for the season, and I'm curious. We've kind of seen a lot of guys do that here lately. It seems maybe last five years, ten years, where drivers kind of take their their fitness more serious. What does that do for you in the car? How does that help you when you're racing night in and night out? Well, it's definitely going to be. Uh, I just, I think me and Jason talked. Me and Jason Sides talked about this a week or so ago. But as as long as I've done this. I knew exactly how physically hard I could push the car and still make it to the end because I'd done it so long. Well, old, fat, out of shape, you just figure out in your, you know, you just figure out that's how much you're going to push. That's as hard as you can do. And uh, it's a funny story because I was telling the car owner just a couple of weeks ago, I said, I said, I said, I'm in such good shape compared to what I have been in the last five or six years that, Either we're going to be really fast or we might crash a lot <laughs> because I really feel like I can push the car way harder, just like at the gym. You know, when I first started at the gym, I didn't push that hard uh, because I couldn't. And as it got, I got in better shape and better shape, man, I can really push at the gym harder than I than I ever think I have. And, and so I think that's what's going to act, actually help me with the car. I can push harder and know that I can make. 30 really, really hard laps as hard as I can go, you know, or 50 laps or whatever it is. Uh, I just know the better I felt as at the end of the year when, when we had run longer races, I could tell that I was pushing harder at the end than I did, uh, you know, in years past or earlier in the season. And so I'm excited to see where I, you know, where I actually fit in with that physical part because I haven't, since I've done this, last uh three four months with a personal trainer and stuff i'm not really sure where I, where that's gonna how that's gonna act, actually fit in with the race and i, I think it's gonna it's gotta help it can't it can't not help but you know with these kids we're racing these days mm. you know when i was 22 years old i didn't go to the gym i didn't need to but yeah. now the 22 year olds are going to the gym so you know <laughs> we have to we i have to just uh and you know what my mental my mental status is so much better uh, just on a daily basis, I'm just, 
you know, when I'm when I was overweight and and uh, not working out and just, you know, you just get in a slump. You do the same old things over and over and over, and you don't get excited about too many things. And, you know, you go to the gym at at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, and and it just rejuvenates you and gets you going for the day. And the next thing you know, you look down at your watch and it's ten o'clock at night, and you're still working. You're like, man, where did I get all this energy at? I hear you. I hear you. It's inspiring. I know follow along with you on Facebook and stuff. It's really, really neat. So what is it? Is it is it weights at the gym? Is it cardio at the gym? Are you running? What are you doing, Wayne? It's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was never I had a little bitty old bony legs. You know, I always uh, worked out the upper body, and, and I did, did a lot of cardio before. But with a trainer, he taught me that uh, legs. Every day, we, I mean, every other day I'd show up, like we would do Monday legs, uh, Tuesday arms, Wednesday legs, Thursday arms, Friday legs, and then Saturday was long run day, and then and then Sunday, we would, he wouldn't go with me to the gym, and he'd call it a rest day. Well, I'd sneak up and still go to the gym and just do something. But uh, he, he, the foundation. He just taught me you got to have a foundation. Those legs have to be the strongest part of your body. So I really worked on the legs. But I tell you, at first when he when I'd show up, you know, the very first week, Monday was leg day because it was a Monday. So we started with legs. Next day was arm down, and that was too bad. So you know, Wednesday we roll around here, and I'm thinking we're going to do, uh, you know, I don't know what we were going to do. I had no idea. And then I show up, and he says leg day. I'm like, oh man, leg day. <laughs> <laughs> but really and truly, uh, I focus more on uh, leg day and cardio, uh, and everything else just fell in in line with, with, with all of it. Wayne, what strikes me, you talking about leg day, you and I had a conversation a couple of years about Knoxville about an absolutely devastating injury that you had to your lower leg. So I can't imagine how difficult that was with, with the weakness you had in that leg and how strong that leg must be now. Yeah, it's a lot stronger than it's ever been. We uh, you know, which most race, most sprint car race fans know the situation I was in 2010. Uh, crashed there at Elma, Washington. I almost lost my foot. It was actually, uh, you know, amputated at the ankle. I shouldn't say amputated. That's not the right word. But the only thing that was holding my, my foot on was the Achilles tendon and one inch of the skin. So uh, they had to reconstruct that. And, you know, they told me that I would never walk without a limp and I would never run again. Well... You inspired me a little bit, Steve. You know, watching you run all these five Ks, and you know, my girlfriend Sarah, she's a she's a marathon runner. Her sister's a marathon runner, and uh, you know, there was a they had a five K on the on New Year's Eve downtown Oklahoma City, and I said, you know what, I'm going to run that, and because uh, I it just uh, when when I run outside on the on the asphalt or concrete my leg still swells to this day and i thought you know what i'm going to do all i can do but i'm going to do that and i did it and man it about killed me because it my leg was tore up i mean it took me a couple of days to recover just from the pounding of the concrete so but you inspired me actually doing all the 5k's you do and i was like i'm going to do that but then guess what I'm not doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> I about killed Wayne Johnson. How about that? There you go. <laughs> well, it was just so painful. Uh, you know, it really is. It yeah. just, it's, that leg just can't take that pounding. And you know what kind of pounding it is. About halfway through that race, I was like, is it done yet? 
<laughs> but I run, you know, I'll run 10 miles in the gym on a treadmill or on an elliptical. You know, I change it up some, and it's not a problem. So the cardio was there. It was just the pain yeah. that was so much for me with that with that uh, mm. 5K. Mm. As you get ready to transition, I, obviously you, you didn't run ASCS competition full-time last year, but but kind of moving from that world into into the World of Outlaws format and the kind of the, the importance placed on qualifying on a, on a race night, do you have a specific game plan or how do you kind of think through that, you know, that move from hot laps into qualifying and what you need to do to be fast to set yourself up for the rest of the night? Well, we just got to get the car where, you know, it doesn't slip the tires qualifying. That's the biggest issue that I think we – we learned, uh, you know, racing with the outlaws there at the end of the year. And, uh, you know, we've got a whole mindset of actually how we think it needs to work and, and all that stuff. And and uh, I'm not sure that the way we're going to implement it is the right way, but we're going we're gonna to give her a shot, you know, and see what happens. Uh, I really can't put it into words exactly everything that we're thinking that we need to do. We just got to get the car stuck and get it trimmed out where it goes as fast as possible. You know, we keep talking about the speed, but I'm going to stop you for a minute because I think this is Justin, isn't it? It is Justin. Uh, where's, man, I was waiting to talk to Aaron or Ashley. What's going on here? I, I know. I, there's a lot of people that tuned in today looking to, to see a pretty face, and, and they got my bearded yep. mug instead. So there's a lot of people that are disappointed today, <laughs> inc- including you. You should be sitting across well, the stage from them compared <laughs> to what I usually sit across the desk from. Man, I'm telling you, that's what I was thinking. Steve's got a Oh man, what are you looking at? <laughs> and to kick the season off too, it's the first show of the yeah, season. Yeah, first too. show of the year. <laughs> so, well, right. well, Wayne, I'll tell you, it's uh, always a pleasure to chat with you. We gotta, we gotta let you get, let you get on the road or continue on there and get uh, practice tonight. But uh, we appreciate it. And, uh, and and actually, as Justin said, you were the first guest of the year here on our Tuesday show, and you set a pretty good high bar. So we're uh, we're off to a great start. Well, hopefully that just keeps going uh, for the rest of the year. You know, we're. We're excited, and I, I just can't wait to get to Volusia and see where, you know, if we if we don't go out and set the world on fire at Volusia right off the bat, we're not going to get down because we know it's a long season. And and uh, But I really feel like, Steve, that this is going to be, you know what, if anything, it's going to be super fun because I'm getting to do something I've dreamed to do that I've dreamt to want to do for my whole racing career and uh, getting the opportunity to do it. So excited. Great catching up and hearing from Wayne Johnson. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 
Always fun to hang out and hear from Jason Sides and Wayne Johnson. It's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires here on wingnation.com. And uh, just love sharing some of these interviews with you as we continue to practice social distancing. And folks, start to get stir-crazy here. We all are. So uh, make sure you pay attention, follow along with all instructions so we can get back to sprint car racing quickly. Yeah, I'm telling you what, we all need it, and uh, we'll get back there. We'll be all right. We'll get there, that is for sure. Wing Nation Apparel is available at wingnation.com. Once we get back to racing, the all-star circuit of champions on their souvenir rig will have the Wing Nation gear. You can make sure you follow along with us on social media, on our Facebook page and group. Also on our Twitter account, we're having some fun on there as well as we all practice some distance away from each other. And our YouTube page, if you're looking to binge watch sprint car racing, go to the Wing Nation YouTube page. Coming up later this week, we have a couple of different programs for you. We're going to step back and share our chat with Bobby Davis Jr. Wow, one of the greats. We'll share a visit with him with you on a Thursday podcast and on Saturday morning. On Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV, it is Darren Pittman, as we caught up with him last year. And you can catch us again Saturday morning, 7.30 and 10.30 Eastern Time on MAV-TV. Great to share the Jason Sides and Wayne Johnson interviews with you. We appreciate you following along and watching us. Thanks for catching us uh, and checking out here with us on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.